welcome to the Daily Smith Video's Wild Devotional Podcast presented by Marcel, Victoria, Eok. Thank you so much for joining us today and let us start with prayer as usual. Father, Lord, God, Almighty, King of Glory, we thank you because healing is in the atonement. We choose to believe that the price for our healing has already been paid for, Lord, we help. We pray that you help us as we read and listen to scriptures on the topic to accept the word of God as it is and to start living as we believe it. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Okay, today we are going to talk about healing and the title of this message is My Own Remarkable Healing. The title of this message is My Own Remarkable Healing and we are going into Matthew chapter 19 verse 26 and Psalm chapter 77. We are in the New King James Version. Matthew chapter 19 verse 26 But Jesus looked at them and said to them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Psalms chapter 77 I cried out to God with my voice, to God with my voice, and he gave ear to me. In the day of my trouble I sought the Lord. My hand was wretched, was stretched sorry, out in the night without ceasing. My soul refused to be comforted. I remembered God and was troubled. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. Seller. You hold my eyelids open. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I have considered the days of old, the years of ancient times. I call to remembrance my song in the night. I meditate within my heart, and my spirit makes diligent search. Will the Lord cast off forever, and will he be favorable no more? Has his mercy ceased forever? Has his promise failed forevermore? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger shut up his tender mercies? Said I. And I said, this is my anguish, but I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely, I will remember your wonders of old. I will also meditate on all your work and talk of your deeds. Your way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Who is great, so great as God, as our God? You are the God who does wonders. You have declared your strength among the peoples. You have with your arm redeemed your people the sons of Jacob and Joseph, Shelah. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you, they were afraid. The depths also trembled. The clouds poured out water. The sky sent out a sound. Your arrows also flashed about. The voice of your thunder was in the whirlwind. The flash, the lightnings lit up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your way was in the sea, your path in the great waters, and your footsteps were not known. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I'm gonna just go word for word and share the story by Smith Wigglesworth. At one time I was so bound that no human power could help me. My wife thought that I would pass away. I'm taking the voice of Smith Wigglesworth, okay? He's sharing his story of his own remarkable healing. Okay. My wife thought that I would pass away. At that time, I had just a faint glimpse of Jesus as the healer. For six months, I had been suffering from appendicitis, occasionally getting temporary relief. I went to the mission of which I was a pastor, but I fell to the floor in awful agony, and I was brought home to my bed. All night, I was praying, pleading for deliverance, but none came. My wife was sure it was my car home to heaven and sent for a physician. 
He said that there was no possible chance for me, my body was too weak. Having had the appendicitis for six months, my whole system was drained. Because of that, he thought that it was too late for an operation. He left my wife in a state of brokenheartedness. After he left, a young man and an old lady came to our door. I knew that the old lady was a woman of real prayer. They came upstairs to my room. This young man jumped on the bed and commanded the evil spirit to come out of me. He shouted, come out, you devil. I command you to come out in the name of Jesus. There was no chance for an argument or for me to tell him that I would never believe that there was a devil inside of me. The thing had to go in the name of Jesus and it went. I was instantly healed. I arose, dressed and went downstairs. I was still in the plumbing business and I asked my wife, is there any walk in? I'm all right now and I'm going to walk. I found that there was a certain job to be done and I picked up my tools and went off to do it. Just after I left, the doctor came in, put his hat down in the hall and walked up to the bedroom. But the invalid was not there. Where is Mr. Wigglesworth? He asked. Oh, doctor, he's gone out to walk, said my wife. You'll never see him alive again, said the doctor. They'll bring him back. A corpse. Well, God was not ready for me to be a corpse. Since that time, the Lord has given me the privilege of praying for people with appendicitis in many parts of the world, and I have seen a great many people up and dressed within a quarter of an hour from the time I prayed for them. We have a living Christ who is willing to meet people in every, ha- every place. Our God is real, and he has saving and healing power today. Our Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. See Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8. He saves and heals today just as of old, and he wants to be your savior and your healer. Oh, if you would only believe God, what would happen? The greatest things. Some have never tasted the grace of God, have never had the peace of God. Unbelief robs them of these blessings. It is possible to hear and yet not to perceive the truth. It is possible to read the word and not share in the life it brings. It is necessary for us to have the Holy Spirit to unfold the word and bring to us the life that is Christ. We can never fully understand the wonders of this redemption until we are full of the Holy Spirit. So, was that whole story not interesting? I have a few key points here. The first thing that I have to say is that Smith Wigglesworth prayed for deliverance. He, so to say, begged God to heal him. He pleaded with God to heal him. So, so to say, we can say, yeah, he begged God for deliverance. Why did it not walk? Think about it. Now go to the New Testament. Go through your mind right now. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Then look at Acts of the Apostles. Is there any instance of Jesus pleading, begging God to heal the sick? Is there any instance of Peter begging God to heal the sick? Is there even any instance of Jesus telling us that that's how we should pray for healing? No, right? So that's the wrong approach, right? Now look at what happens when the young man, the young believer comes to, the young man who is a believer, comes to his house to pray for him. Come out in the name of Jesus. I command you to come out in the name of Jesus. You devil, come out. I command you to come out in the name of Jesus. What's the difference between the way he prayed and the way Smith Wigglesworth prayed? Now look at, go through the New Testament in your mind again, but especially Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts of the Apostles. Is that not how Jesus 
commanded healing for the sick. Is that not how the apostles did it too? Never in the New Testament are we called to beg for healing because that's not how Jesus trained his disciples. And we are like the fruits of his disciples, so we are his disciples. He called them to multiply, they multiplied, 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 and here you are, and you're also supposed to multiply. So how did Jesus teach them to, to get the people free? Come out, devil, in the name of Jesus Christ, commanding healing, laying hands on the sick and seeing the sick recover, saying a word of command, rebuking the, 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 the spirit behind. That's how Jesus did it. And that's how we are called to do it. There's, that is the thing. That's how it's done. Because Jesus said, all authority on heaven and earth have been given to me. And he called us to, he gave us power and authority to go and heal the sick. And it is his power, it's his authority, it is in his name that we do that. And how do we do that? We command in his name. We lay hands in his name. We cast out devils in his name. All that we are doing in his name. We raise the dead in his name. The name of Jesus and faith in the name of Jesus. That's how it works. Now, I believe... And wait, and before we get to the next point, Miss Wickersworth did not even believe that there was a devil inside of him causing him to be sick. Many Christians, they hate the idea that the devil even exists. So when someone offers to pray for them and starts saying, devil, I command you to come out in Jesus' name, they feel offended. Like They feel like there's something wrong with them. They don't see that. The Bible says that the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. The devil doesn't care whether you are a believer or an, or an unbeliever. He's coming to kill, steal, and destroy. And perhaps if he even cared, he cares more because you are a believer. So definitely he has every interest at hurting you. Because when he's hurting you, he's he's annoying God. Like so to say, he's, like his plan is to annoy God when he's hurting you. It's like when you want to hurt somebody and you cannot hurt the person directly, you hurt your children so that you see how the person suffers. That's the purpose, okay? Not to say that God like suffers. Like he already, Jesus already suffered for us once. He already paid the price once. He already made such a way, in such a way that now we have authority over the devil. If he comes to attack, we have the right and the duty in the name of Jesus to command him to leave and to and to exercise the authority of the name of Jesus over the devil. So basically, um, you don't have to believe that you have a devil to have a devil. You don't have to believe that the devil exists even to be under demonic attack. You could be under demonic attack and not believe that you are under demonic attack, but it does not change the fact that you are under demonic attack. So let's get rid of that. I don't know if it's a form of pride or something like I'm a too good believer for the devil to attack me or I don't know what. And let's notice that it is an attack and treat it as an attack and command the thing to live in the name of Jesus Christ, whether it's unwanted thoughts, sickness, disease, anything that's not from God. You just look at the thing and you say, hey, live in the name of Jesus Christ. You you what you crush that thing. Okay, basically. Now um look. The, the, the young man prayed for him, aka he commanded the devil to leave in Jesus' name, and he was instantly healed. Fine, okay, he could go about his own activities. This is somebody that a few moments ago, the doctor said that he was going to die, like that, it's over, okay, goodbye. Like, put your life in order, so to say, like, bye-bye, and God heals him just like that. 
So we can say that like he was pleading for deliverance and thank God God sent somebody to help him. But you don't you don't need somebody to come to help him. You at times there will be nobody who will come to pray for you. Do you know the story of um you should check out the story like for real, read it. It is even on Wikipedia, but I think that even more details in the book of Dr. Lester Sobrard, he wrote a book about this story. Um, <clears throat> it is the deliverance of... It was the exorcism of Clarita Villanueva. It is like that thing when even on newspaper. So this is the, a woman. She was possessed by demonic creatures to a point where she would be in a room like... In a room. It started when she was in prison. And there would be bites appearing on her body. Like, you could see with your eyes that she was, that something put its teeth in her flesh. And it would be red and you would see blood and stuff. But you would not see the thing that was putting its, its mouth, its teeth in her flesh. She was the only one who could see. She saw two monsters and they were really two different, like, signs of bites, if I remember well. That's, and... Um, they called some exorcists to pray for her and like if I remember well there is like one there were one or two people who came and it did not work and one of the people who even came like said something and the girl the devil in the girl cursed the person and the person died and something like that so that was enough to discourage everybody from coming okay Dr. Lester Samuel like he read something on the newspaper about the girl because the people that was disturbing the police officers who were guarding the girl because she was in prison. They sent like they sent like news that like because having a girl screaming all the time and seeing bites on her skin like it's it's scary. Okay, um, they sent they sent um, for any human being it would be scary, but if you're in Christ Jesus you have nothing to fear. Okay, so they sent for news and uh, anybody who could deliver her had to come. Okay. When Dr. Lester Summer saw, like, the newspaper information, you know, um, he was busy with other stuff, so he had not seen it even, like, early on. But um, if I remember well, the story, he, he was not, like... I think he was busy and he was not, like, feeling to get there, something like that. Uh, he probably had... He had many other things going on with his church, if I remember well, and stuff. And somehow it looks like he thought that whether he went there or not, like, God will deliver the girl. I don't remember exactly the details, but I just know that he was not a hundred percent like ready to go. I'm sure if I remember what they, he had many other things going on, but God tried everything to convince him to go. And he was like, uh, if I remember well, it was something like God sent somebody else and God told him, I can't, you are the only one I have here who can go and do it. You are the only one I have here who can go and do it. Like, I can't send somebody else. It has to be you. Something like that. So he went and he delivered the girl. God used him. The girl was delivered completely set free. Awesome. Epic story. Like, there's even a movie on that. But of course, in the movie, they're not, they're not gonna, like, reflect the real glory of Jesus and what really happened and stuff. But, 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 but. There's a documentary. The documentary, I think, is better because the documentary, I think, was made by the ministries of... The documentary was made by the ministries of Lester Summer. But there's even a book. The book is better. I read the book. It's epic. I read it a long time ago. That's why I don't have all the titles, but it's epic. 
why am I telling you to read that book? Or Yeah, because I want you to get the point. Whether you accept the existence of demons or not, or the possibility of demonic attack or not, they exist. And the way to cast them out is to cast them out, actually, okay? It's not by counseling. It's not by psychotherapy or stuff. I know I'm in the medical field and I'm telling this to you as somebody who's in the medical field. I know so many people who even had depression and stuff and were given drugs and were counseled and were accompanied and then like the doctors reached a point and then most of the time you're gonna take those drugs for all your life and even if you do not take those drugs for all your life you are affected in a certain way like it has an impact on you you're never the same again unless Jesus of course intervenes you to summarize it as Pastor Gary Black says do not counsel we do not counsel out evil spirits we cast them out so put it in your mind that we are in the casting out demon of demons business. This is what we do as Christians. This is what Jesus called us to do. And I believe that like the experience of Smith Wigglesworth when he begged God for healing and he did not receive healing, but that somebody came and commanded the, demo- the devils to leave and he got healed, made him understand how it works. And that's how I believe it shaped his ministry and how he would pray for the sick afterwards because he was a plumber and a pastor. I believe that it shaped his ministry and it influenced how he would pray for the sick afterwards. And now we see, we have so many testimonies of the wonderful works that Jesus did, like, using him, okay? So, I think we should just learn from that and start praying the right way. That's that's the point. So, um, let us end with the quote of today. Um, if Satan were almighty, we would all have to quake with fear. But when we know that Satan is subject to the powers of God in everything, we can be conquerors of our every situation. If Satan were almighty, we would all have to quake with fear, but when we know that Satan is subject to the powers of God in everything, we can be conquerors of our every situation. Um, let us pray. Father Lord Almighty, we thank you because you purchased healing for us at the weeping post. Jesus did it for us. We thank you because by his stripes we are healed. We thank you for he died for our sins and he was wounded for our transgressions for us to be healed so thank you father for healing we accept this healing that it is done and we accept our call our purpose to stand firm in the world and to command healing and to enforce healing in the name of jesus christ on whichever sick person over whom we have the privilege to call upon the name of jesus christ and lay hands so right now in the name of Jesus Christ, whether you're suffering from any form, whatever the form of demonic oppression that you're suffering from, right now, under the sound of my voice, I set you free in the name of Jesus Christ and I say, Devil, come out in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Be healed and made whole right now in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Healed, made whole, restored completely in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Do not forget to contact me on social media to share your testimonies. And also, please share this with your friends, your family, members, your loved ones, with whoever. Just share it on social media 
bless people around you with the truth of God's word. And do not forget to join us tomorrow for the next part by God's grace. Bye-bye. God bless you.